Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. We'll start with the weather because it's going to be a snowy day in London. Yeah, winter weather travel advisory from Environment Canada is in place this morning for London and Middlesex County. The advisory, which is also in place for Elgin, Lambton, Norfolk, Oxford and Perth counties, replaced a special weather statement that had been effect for London and Middlesex since Wednesday. The snow is expected to fall throughout the day, with the worst of the system hitting us midday. 10 to 15 centimetres is expected in our area, but with the sun so strong and the temperature hovering around zero, we may get a little less accumulation. Now, today snow comes a week after a snowstorm rolled in across southern Ontario that brought heavy snow, strong winds and thunder and lightning. Environment Canada says motorists should expect hazardous winter driving conditions and adjust their travel plans accordingly. Now, we aren't the only ones being hit with snow today. The National Weather Service has issued weather advisories stretching from York-Durham to Huron-Perth and Windsor, as well as snowfall alerts for Niagara and Hamilton. In the Golden Horseshoe, snowfall warnings have been issued for Hamilton and northern Niagara. While we could get some light snow over the weekend, relatively calm conditions are in the forecast for next week. All I ask is that the snow just not be as heavy as it was last week. While I am freakishly strong, that was still uh, that was still uh, too much. Too much, too much, too much. Uh, Hopefully the snow does not snarl uh, traffic today, air traffic, any kind of traffic like it did a few months ago around Christmas. Yeah, airports and airlines are getting ready for a surge in passengers ahead of the spring break after the industry has struggled to meet explosions of demand at peak times over the past year. As March break kicks off in Ontario this weekend, travelers hope to avoid a repeat of the snaking lines, lost luggage and hundreds of thousands of flight cancellations that happened last summer and during the winter holidays. March is busy for the airline industry as provincial spring breaks fall throughout the month. Severe staffing shortages and high attrition rates are among the factors conspiring to snarl air traffic as the industry begins recovering from COVID-19 restrictions. Last week, Toronto's Pearson Airport announced it would cap the number of flights during peak hours in order to flatten out daily crests and smooth the flow of passengers. Statistics from travel data company OAG show that the percentage of on-time departures in Vancouver and Toronto fell well below that of airports in Seattle, Chicago and New York City last month, which former Air Canada Chief Operating Officer Duncan D says, quote, does not bode well. No, it does not. There is good news, though, for anyone flying out of the London International Airport today. All arrivals are currently on time, and only one departure or late afternoon flight to Cuba has been delayed. Anyone who is flying today or over the next week is advised to check the status of their flight well in advance. Speaking of trips, Joe Biden will be making one to Canada. Yeah, the White House says President Joe Biden will visit Canada for the first time since taking office. The one-night trip will take place on March 23rd and the 24th. It was previously discussed when Biden met with Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in January in Mexico City when they attended a summit of North American leaders. Canada is among the United States' biggest trading partners, and it's a key defense ally as well. The White House announcement yesterday said Biden will address Canada's parliament and meet with Trudeau. The last U.S. president to address Canadian parliamentarians was Barack Obama in June of 2016. TikTok is a no-go for Ontario government workers. 
Yeah, Ontario says it's banning the social media app TikTok on government-owned devices and on the personal devices of Progressive Conservative Party caucus members. The move follows an announcement last week from the federal government that the app would be prohibited on government devices following a review by Canada's chief information officer. All of the provinces have since followed suit, with Ontario being the last to announce its decision. The Ontario Treasury Board president says as part of the ban, government advertising campaigns will be removed from TikTok. The Chinese government has a stake in TikTok's owner, ByteDance, and Chinese laws allow the country to demand access to user data. The company that owns TikTok maintains it does not share data with China's government, and its data is not held in that country. And we will lose an hour of sleep this weekend. Yeah, it's almost time to spring forward here in Ontario. If you're wondering when you'll have to change your clocks for daylight savings time in 2023, expect to do so this weekend. The chime change will happen at 2 a.m. on March 12th. The next day, the sun will set at around 7.20 in the evening. Daylight saving time will end on November 5th at 2 a.m. when the clocks are set back one hour. Typically, daylight savings time starts on the second Sunday of March and ends on the first Sunday in November. Let's check out what happened on this day in history in 1629 king charles i dissolved the british parliament leading to civil war in 1796 julia hart was born she was the first canadian-born author to have a novel published in canada she died in 1867 in 1876 alexander graham bell conducted the first successful test of a telephone in boston he told his assistant come here watson i need you he patented the device three days Days earlier. In 1947, Prime Minister William Lyon Mackenzie King announced that the Canadian garrison was, was withdrawing from Germany. In 1969, James Earl Ray, who had confessed to the April 1968 uh, shooting death of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., was sentenced in Memphis to 99 years in prison. He later recanted but died in prison in 1998. In 1974, a former Japanese officer surrendered on Lubang Island after hiding in the Philippine jungle for 30 years. Lieutenant Hiro Onada did not know that the Second World War had ended. In 1981, U.S. President Ronald Reagan arrived in Ottawa for an official visit. He was greeted by noisy demonstrators on Parliament Hill protesting his policies on pollution control and American intervention in El Salvador. In 1989, 24 people were killed when an Air Ontario jet crashed after taking off from Dryden. An inquiry blamed ice on the wings for the crash. In 2004, teenage sniper Lee Boyd Malvo convicted for the 2002 shooting spree in Washington, D.C. that left 10 people dead, was formally sentenced to life in prison without parole on this day in 2010. In order to attract attention to the European Union's ban on Canadian seal meat, the Parliamentary Restaurant in Ottawa served seal meat for the first time in its 100-year history. In 2017, Volkswagen pleaded guilty to conspiracy and obstruction of justice in a scheme to get around U.S. pollution rules on nearly 600,000 diesel vehicles by using software to suppress emissions of nitrate oxide during tests. In 2020, Air Canada suspended flights to and from Italy over concerns about the novel coronavirus, saying affected customers would be notified and offered a full refund. Italy was an early hotspot in the COVID-19 pandemic, you may remember. And on this day in 2020, 
2022. The Walt Disney Company was the latest big-name company to join the list of organizations to no longer do business in Russia because of its invasion of Ukraine. Happy birthday to Rebecca, who turns 42 today, and to Kate, who turns 48. You share a birthday with Chuck Norris, who turns 83 today. Sharon Stone is 65. John Hamm is 52. Carrie Underwood is 40. And Olivia Wilde is 39.